beautiful morning. Let us begin, all of us, today, today, a new day, a day where we again, once again, Baruch Hashem, we have the ability today to try the best that we can to be positive. Today is a day where we are going to try again. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Doesn't matter what happened the day before. Doesn't matter if I was positive yesterday or if I was negative yesterday. What matters is what is in my ability right now. And my ability right now is to try and choose to be positive now for the rest of my day. Yes, Yitzi. What? It's a new day. Which means it's a new life. It's a new day. It's a new life. And all my troubles of yesterday or only if I'm going to bring my troubles of yesterday to today, or I won't. Hello. Okay, so let us begin. And something that we always like to begin every day is to begin with Hilchas Lashon Hara. Because when we begin with Hilchas Lashon Hara, as the Chavetz Chaim promises us, Chavetz Chaim gives us a blessing, and he tells us if you learn my halachas every day, then your desire to speak negative about somebody will diminish. So definitely that's a tremendous bracha that we have that we'll try every day and we will learn every day the halachas, the hilchas lashon hara, so that hopefully over time we will begin to be a person who does not speak bad about anyone and that speaking bad about someone comes from thinking bad about someone. The only way you could talk bad about somebody is when you think negative about somebody. So if I'm not going to talk negative about someone, then that definitely will affect the way I think. Yes, Dovi. So am I allowed to think negatively? Am I allowed to? I mean, there's no book on thinking negatively. There's a book on Mashiach. Good. Beautiful. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Very good, Dovi. So the Chavetz Chaim is, uh, I trust the Chavetz Chaim more than I trust myself. Right? And the Chavetz Chaim is telling us that if you go ahead and you stop, first of all, even in the halacha, Hilchus Chavetz Chaim, in Hilchus Lashon Hara, the halacha is to judge someone favorably, which is your thoughts. So it begins with your thoughts to judge favorably. When you look to judge favorably, then what comes out of your mouth is what's in your head, and vice versa. If I stop talking negatively about someone, it'll force me to have positive thoughts. So I'll, I'll explain to you what you're, say, what, what you're saying in a second, Dovi. is like this. When I don't speak Lashon Hara about somebody, so it forces me to deal with myself. Because when I s- talk negatively about someone, what does that do? It, it makes me think that the problem is where? The problem is out there. But the problem is never out there. The problem is always in here. Yichab? So if I stop talking negative about someone, what that does is, is it forces me to deal with me. If, ever, if I'm always letting out my negativity and my anger because of other people, so then who's the problem? Everybody else is the problem. But when I stop doing that, it forces me to deal with me. So that's one of the svaras, I think, of if you stop talking negative about people, you ultimately will be forced to... Be more positive with yourself. But very good point. So let's learn, let's learn um, 
Today's halacha, page 45, and the halacha is discussing a person's negative history. So this is something that we've spoken about before, especially in our yeshiva, where we could say, oh, there's so many people who have grown and grown. We could every day talk about, oh, wow, you know what this guy used to be, even from yesterday. In a positive, so that's what he says. You're not allowed to talk about someone's past negative traits, even though you are saying that the person changed for the better and does not have these traits anymore. Sometimes you're not even allowed to compliment the person. You can't even compliment. For example, if you're telling someone, look how far he's come. He looks so good today. Do you know how he used to look years ago? So you're saying it as a compliment, but it's something that a person has to be very careful. Now, obviously, if somebody wants you to go ahead and he's displaying himself, let's say someone works on different things and says, oh, I used to be this, I used to be that, and it's a chizik for other people to talk about his past, so then that's something that someone has to give you permission. But you can't assume, right, if I take someone and you say, oh, this guy used to be a guy who slept all day, who, you know, gave in to his desires all day, and now look how big of a tzaddik he is. So obviously you mean it for the positive, but it's something, says the Chavetz Chaim, that you're not allowed to say. Question, comments on that. That's today's halacha. Yes, Yosef. exactly you're, you're referring to but I'm saying that you have to be very careful to say where someone came from you know you I mean that's what he's saying he's saying you have to be careful with that you can't say oh he used to be like this and now he's like that you, you have to be careful with that obviously if the guy gives permission you might be able to, you might be to say that so I, don't, I don't know exactly what you're which part you're referring to yeah yeah yeah, you're right. You're asking a kasha. I mean, how can you say that? Good kasha. It's good kasha. Good, good kasha. Maybe that's what Yosef's asking also. Maybe you see time. Well, I mean, listen. You see the Torah tells the chataim of Moshe Rabbeinu, and uh, I mean, we talk about the chataim of David Melech and and uh, you know, uh, you know, the different things that they did wrong. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's just al litoelis. That's a that, you know, you could say litoelis. Yeah, good. I hear. Very, very sensitive. Good point. Yes, Morty. Give him the mic. You shouldn't be, shouldn't be, be allowed to say, look how far he's come. What? You shouldn't be allowed to say, look how far Right, could be you can. Wow. 
Wow, I don't know what's going on. I just said maybe it's my birthday today or something. Wow, this is great. Wow, amazing. Oh, some karaba, okay. Don't yeah, tell yeah, us, yeah, it's not my fault. I didn't. I, I, I hope I don't get. Uh, you know, I don't get. A, you know, I've been you know, promoting and. <laughs> so yeah, so Morty, what you're saying is 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 what? Right, right, right. I know. So, but it, but it sounds like it sounds like you you might have you might have to be careful with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the chavetz chaim. That what? Right, right, correct, correct. I mean, what, I mean, the point is, what the Chavetz Chaim, what the Chavetz, first of all, first of all, I love the fact that we're trying to understand the halachas here. I, I think, I think what what I'm learning from, what I'm gaining from what the Chavetz Chaim, what I'm understanding from the Chavetz Chaim, is he's saying you have to be so careful not to assume that because I mean it in the best way possible that you might that's that it could be interpreted that the person might say that, that that's shameful for me to say look how far I've come look how far he's come you have to be careful with that yeah yeah what do you mean it's reality what no 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 what Good. 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 I like that. Good, Mord. Good. Good. People say it. People do it. The world. Right. Correct. That's why we're here. Correct. Negative thoughts and talking things about people take over. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. That's why we do this every day. Correct. And not only that, not only that, you could rationalize. That's the point. I could rationalize. I could rationalize and say that, oh, I'm trying to be such a nice guy and say how far he's come. But at the same time, a person has to be very careful with that. You have to be careful. That's what the Chavetz Chaim is saying. Now, he says another thing which, which is important on the bottom, where obviously, Mr. Shem, yes, Benson. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, also very good, very good point. Being authentic and real on your on on someone else's cheshben, <laughs> meaning be authentic and real to yourself. You don't have to say, "Oh, I'm, I'm so real that I could tell you what we did together." Like, talk, talk for yourself. Like, what, what, they mean, what we did together. That don't, don't, you, don't, you don't have to include me in your in your in your realness. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, yes, Akiva. Like when you're saying about someone like he's he's come so far, but if you say it, let's say you say it in, in like a way like he's put in so much work. Like you're saying as like the biggest cop in the world, this man has put in so much work right. into himself to become who he is today. Right. But let's say you don't really mention 
he's gone so far because that, that implies that he was somewhere bad. Let's just say you say he's putting a ton of work. Is that right? So I so I would have to ask that person if he would mind that to say that because that could sound like you know he put in so much work to become the nice normal guy that he is. Like you know, and um, and, and the Chavetz Chaim says your goal is not to be negative. Your goal is to present it in a positive way, but. You know, that's how dangerous, that's how tricky it can be. Now, the Chavetz Chaim says this is not no to, to, to many of you yet, but Amir Tzachem, he says, when it comes, yes, Josh? How does this apply to writing? Same thing. So writing is the same exact thing. How could we write about uh, Rebbe and Amir and stuff like that? That what? That's a good question. You know, you're saying what? Right, right. I, I don't know. If, I, if you write a biography about someone, we would have to make sure that there's no Lush and Hara, correct? You're right. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yes, okay, Rabbi. It's, it's just to, it's the answer? Yeah, yeah, of course. If, if a person, we're talking about a black Lush and Hara, which means interpretation. Right. So when you're talking about a Godel, right. it's normal to assume that most people reading it don't interpret it in a negative light. In a negative light, right. So it's not like... Right, (laughs) but unless you actually say you're writing about his past and, you know, he grew up a certain way and you say specific things... Oh, you say specific things? No, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Right. Right, okay. Yeah, I guess if someone's going to author a book like that, he would have to make sure that he's not going to, you know, that he's going to do it right. For sure, after the thing for this year. Yeah, yeah. Yes. How would that be sure. hard? I mean, every person, if you to say a person didn't put in work, not if you give a detail like he fell and did things wrong, as I understand, there's nothing wrong with not being like. Correct. Confused. And that would be fine. That would be fine. I mean, if he's if you're saying it in a power of way and it's saying it like this guy works hard, so that's great. It's when he's saying, oh, you know, this guy put in so much work to get to you know to get to where he got to. So you just, the nuance. You have to be careful. The point. The the bottom line. The bottom line is. The bottom line is. A person, a person, what the Chavetz Chaim is teaching us is a person has to be very, very careful in what comes out of your mouth. And even if, you're, even if your intention is for good things, sometimes we, we say something and we think afterwards. So all the Chavetz Chaim is teaching us is he's saying better to be a person, right, like the Gra says, that's why we have two ears and one mouth, is so that you don't talk, you know, right? Think before you speak, that's all. Right, we, you know, we've said this many times, right? Better to be thought of a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubts, right? That's a, uh, right? Better to be thought of a fool. So it's better to be quiet and not talk so much because when you talk a lot, you could get yourself into trouble. Even to the point where you're trying to compliment someone, a person has to be very, very careful. That's all, pu- especially publicly. Okay, Hashem should help us all. We should all be zolcha, especially if we, we've been speaking about the fat yeah, Dovi? Yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Very nice. I didn't mean facts, facts to him. I meant the Chavetz Chaim makes it facts. I didn't mean to say facts. I, meant, I mean, I could have said that also, but that's not what I meant. Yes. Shimon, yes. Yeah. Seeing there. Look at Shimon, guys. Look at Shimon. Seeing there. Look at him. Seeing there.
sitting there with a note with an open notebook, like writing, like Kusfame Alua Yeah, exactly. He knows, he knows. Yes. I just wanted to say that for me personally, this yes. is like, it's good stuff because if somebody's going to tell me like, whoa, look how far this guy's gone, he's such a tzaddik now, boom, I'm like, man, curious, what has he done? Like, I want to know. <laughs> right, exactly. I want to see how far he's gone. Right, exactly. Beautiful, Shimon. So beautiful. Beautiful. So Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha as it's Elul. We're, we're creeping up to Rosh Hashanah. <clears throat> and the greatest thing that we could be makabel on ourselves for a new year as we're going to be talking and proclaiming Hashem as the Melech with our mouths is that this year Be'ezus Hashem will be a year where that's all we do is everything that comes out of our mouth will be for positive everything that comes out of our mouth for the Jewish people for all of Kali Yisrael will be positive and Hashem all we can do all we can do <clears throat> is we can learn the halachas that's what we can do we could try every day to learn the halachas, and through learning the halachas, as the Chavetz Chaim promises us, that that will help us be more sensitive and will help us not say anything negative about any other Jew, us and all the Jewish people. I want to, I want to <clears throat> be mocked him. I just want to learn a few, a few, a few very, very important things as we left off yesterday, talking about the five foundations of Judaism based on the Ramchal, the five foundations of being a Jew, and many of you were asking yesterday, is that something that you grab all at once, or you take it piece by piece? <clears throat> so first let's define what they are. Let's first define what the Ramchal, what the Mesil Yisharm is telling us from the Pasuk, Va'ata Yisrael Ma Hashem Elkecha Sho'el Me'imach, which is probably the most important question that we'd like to know. And that is, what does God want from me? Because it doesn't say, Ma Hashem Elokecha Sho'el Me'imchem. It doesn't say, what does Hashem want from all of you? It's very, very, very personal. It's very, 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 very personal. And I could just say, I just want to be mocked him. I just, um, I could give a whole sheer on, on what I'm going to say right now, just to be mocked him, to, uh, to, to, to just welcome, just to talk about um, a person who's here, who uh, I, I don't want to go into so much, because we could spend a, a lot of time talking, and I, I could express a lot about um, a person who's sitting here right now, who, is, in my opinion, is a person who... Um, his, his actions are a testimony to, to what he wants in life. A person who's been listening to Mesil Sharm, I don't know how long he's been listening, and he just made Aliyah a few days ago, right? To have uh, uh, Simcha Wife brought here. Well, besides, the fact, besides the fact that he's uh, his yichus now in yeshiva, he has two uh, big yichases. One is Yosef Weiss. It's Yosef Weiss's father-in-law, right? That alone. And Shuki, Shuki, the legend, Shuki. Right? So, and, and I just have to say, it's too, there's too much to say, but it's so appropriate that we're learning Masil Shasharim because people who, it's a testimony that when people work on themselves, and uh, Simcha is someone who's, He's been listening to the shiurim 
Um, and now that he's sitting here and his journey, we can't imagine. Spoke a little bit about it this morning in Shir. Uh, we'll hear more about it. I'm sure everyone will get to know Simcha. But a person to bring his family and to make Aliyah in his... Uh, don't have to give, he looks like he's in his 20s, right? Uh, Simcha, that's a compliment. That was a compliment. Simcha's uh, you know, young at heart. Anyone to leave um, the land of... of uh, as, uh, as, uh, as I always say about Simcha Rabba. As I always say about Simcha Rabba, Rabbi Simcha Rabba, that he now lives in in uh, in Kiryat Sefer from from the golden Medina of America. As I always say, from rags to riches, right? From rags to riches, right? That uh, you know we live in a world, and that's why we learn Mesil Sharon. The reason we learn Mesil Sharon, we learn Musar, and we talk about life, is because they will they, and when I talk about they. It means the world outside of Beis Medrash, the world outside of Torah, has one agenda for everybody here. I promise you. That agenda, that agenda is not to focus on what's important. That agenda is, I got to go make my money, I got to make a living, I got to get my job. Not that it's not important to make a living and to, get, and to have a job and to support your family, but it's more important and the priority of life is to know what you're here on this world to do. And your purpose in life is much, much deeper than we can ever imagine. Much, much deeper than anybody can ever imagine. Why your neshama is in this world, why you're here, why you were born in 1990, whatever. Or many of you, you could already say why you were born in 2000. Right? I don't know, I guess that's a lot of, a lot of you guys now were born in 2000. To know why you were born then, and why you're here, and what your purpose on the on the world is, and the world outside of here wants to distract you. It wants to distract you from understanding what happiness is. It's a lie. They're they're selling you the opposite of happiness. They're selling you the opposite of serenity. That's why everyone has so much anxiety. That's why they're legalizing marijuana as we speak. That's why people drink. That's why the whole entire industry of znus and the industry of whatever it is is for one purpose, one purpose only. To destroy your existence. And it comes from the Yetzirah. That's where it comes from. Yetzirah, Amalek, loves to take us beautiful tzaddikim, Jewish kids, Jewish children, and to destroy them. And we're not going to be destroyed. Because what we're going to do is when you learn Musr and you talk about life and you talk to a guy like Simcha Weichra, that's why I'm saying it, who could uproot himself from retiring and sitting on a boat and going fishing and saying, okay, I'm hanging up my hat and saying, okay, I lived my life to go ahead, to go ahead and to say, no, I'm starting over again. I'm starting over again. I'm starting a new life. So let alone us let alone us, that we're here in yeshiva. I can't say it enough. I can't say it enough. I want to say, I really want to give a tremendous, a tremendous, it's minishamayim, that today, for whatever reason, right, we have the tzaddikim here of Shimon and Akiva and Shlomo. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. And I know, and I, and I can tell you one thing about, all, about them three. I can tell you one thing about three of them. They're not here because they're taking a day off. 
you're dealing with serious guys. They came to, for Masil Sharon. They came to learn more. There's, there's beautiful, Imre is an incredible, incredible, amazing, amazing yeshiva, right? Look at the, this is the raya that is an incredible yeshiva. Right here, right here. Yeah. 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 Because there's more everywhere. Sometimes you get a different scene. Sometimes you get a different thing. It's beautiful. That's what's beautiful about the Jewish people. To grow and grow. And to not worry what other people are saying. Not worry about what the guy is saying. I'm waiting to grow, to hear what this guy's doing. Don't wait to hear what the guy next to you is doing. Okay, you can look at older guys and say, wow. But I can tell you one thing that any older guy here who is, who is pushed through pushes through as an individual. You push through as an individual. When you look at a guy like Shlaimi over here, you look at a guy like Shlaimi. Look at a guy like Shlaimi. Look at a guy like Shlaimi. Once you begin focusing on your life, and you begin focusing on what you're doing in life, and you stop looking to your left, and stop looking to your right, and you look forward, and you say, this is how I'm going to become great this is how I'm going to become, you know what, let me, let me rewind that. It's not how I'm going to become great. This is how I'm going to live my life. This is how I'm living my life. And nobody is going to define how I am living my life. Nobody. Not my parents. Not my society. Not my culture. Nobody's going to define how I live my life except for me. I'm going to define how I live my life. No one's going to define whether I'm going to be connected to Hashem or not. I'm going to make that definition. I'm going to define if I'm going to learn Gemara and learn how to learn Gemara. Or I'm going to learn more Musr. Or I'm going to speak to a therapist. Or I'm going to work on my Tivus. Nobody will define that. You will define that or you won't define that. But that's the journey of being a Jew. The journey of being a Jew starts with Avraham Avinu. It says that Avraham was a Yechidi. Avraham was alone. Yes, it's lonely. I'm going to say something harsh. Yes, it's lonely to be a true Oved Hashem. It's lonely. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't get comforted. It doesn't mean ki avi v'imi, we could sing it as a beautiful song. Ki avi v'imi azavuni. It could be my parents forsaked or forsook me, however you say it. My parents left me in a mushal, in a metaphor, which means my support left me. Ki avi v'imi azavuni could mean my friends left me. It could mean my friends have forsaken me. It could mean my support system. It means I don't know who I am anymore because I want to go ahead and define myself. It's very scary. But when a person does that, Hashem Yasveni, Hashem will take care of you. When you let go and you say, I'm going to go in the direction that I'm going to go and nothing is going to stop me, I promise you, I guarantee you, you will get the most support that you've ever gotten in your life. 
It might come differently than you think. But when you make a decision to live your life a certain way, and you don't excuse yourself, and you stop excusing yourself, and you face the demons, and you face the pain, and you face reality, and you face what life is about, that is when your life begins. That's the transition that everybody has, as I've said, and it's very difficult, from high school to marriage. But that's really what it is. It's from high school to marriage, and then you have that space in between. It's a very difficult transition because everybody wants to suck their thumb and hold on to their pacifier, myself included, and just be that little child that everyone's going to take care of. But the more you learn to take responsibility for your life, the more a person learns to be honest with himself. The more a person learns, and being honest with yourself could mean I have problems. Being honest with yourself could mean that I am a big, fat, lazy Baltaiva. But you're being honest with yourself. You could say I have tremendous insecurities. I have tremendous confusion. That's being honest with yourself as well. When a person begins that journey, he begins a journey that he can't even imagine. It becomes unimaginable of where that's going to take you. See how you inspired me, Simchabunim? See that? <laughs> Question, comments is I just want to start with a few minutes. It's already late today. But um, I just want to start with a few, just start with probably number one and number two in the foundation. But question, comments, please, on what I just said. It's very important to discuss it and to get it clear. Yes, Shimon. Yes. Right. Beautiful. I just want to say again, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I, I really want to bring this point out. Uh, Shimon is sitting here. Shimon, first of all, is someone who went, who served in the, I don't know if everyone knows, who served in Tzahal. He served in Yisrael, um the last few years. He left uh, after the army and he came specifically here to come to yeshiva. So I just want to say, he's sitting, here, he's sitting here, no wonder, I'm sorry if I'm touching your notebook over here. He's sitting here with a notebook, uh, um, writing the words that I'm saying and catching me on the words that I'm saying that I love. Catch me and help me be more true to the words that I'm saying. So go ahead, yes. What's the support that he's Meaning, where is the support going to come from? Obviously, it's going to come from Hashem. I understand that. Right. So, so the, the example I'm going to give you is when you're, when you're jumping off a cliff into the water and you have that anxiety and you're scared, you have that excitement, so you don't know what's going to happen. You can't be waiting for the support. You can't be like, okay, now I'm jumping in. I'm gonna, you, you need to let go and not know where it, you have to be, I'm sorry to overuse, it's not overuse, but just to explain the word, you know what word I'm going to do. The word I'm going to say is you have to make yourself vulnerable. Being vulnerable means you have to be willing, Shimon, to go ahead and say, I don't know where the support is going to come from. You have to be able to say, I'm going to take, in order to take a risk in life, 
How do you take a risk in life, Shimon, if I know where the support's coming from? That's not a risk. A risk is, is that I'm taking, right, Simcha Weikron coming to Israel is, is taking a risk. He left his job. He left his family. He left his house. He left his whole community. Not to make it too intense. But that's what he did. That's a massive, massive risk. He made himself ultimately very vulnerable to come to a new culture, to come to a new society. That's vulnerable. Where is he going to get the help from? I promise you. Now, it doesn't always come right away, Shimon. Because if it came right away, what would happen? It wouldn't be a risk. What happens is we get lonely, and we get scared, and we doubt ourselves. But then when you stick with it, that's, that's when you begin to build yourself. That's when a person begins. Does that answer your question, Shimon? Yes, Dovi. Yes. Yes. You said it. Say that aloud. He said it. Tovi, you got it. Taking notes over there also. You got it. Yes. Say that again out loud. I want everyone to hear that. The only way. The only way. Say it. Say it. I know. Well, you said it. It was beautiful. You said the only way. The only way to grow. And to what were you saying? You said it better than I'm going to say it. I want to understand it better. So say it again. So do I. How is it that, that, that becoming vulnerable and hard yourself Who said being hard on yourself? Vulnerable and being hard on yourself are opposites. No. So maybe I don't understand vulnerability. Go, go. But just say the line. In order to what? What did you say? You said it so nicely. In order to what? In order to change, in order to change who I am now, let, let's analyze this. In order for me to be who I was yesterday, I don't have to be vulnerable. Vulnerable, we'll talk about what that means. In order for me to be who I was yesterday, it's the exact opposite. I'm just being, I'm being safe. I am who I am today. Why do I say always smash your rearview mirrors and start fresh? Because Simcha, I'm just using an example, he's here the first day. He just made Aliyah. It's not vulnerable to go to the same house, go into the same job, do the same thing, look in the mirror, do the same exact thing you did yesterday, do the same exact thing that you did two days ago, and just follow the old pattern of who you are. To be vulnerable is to open yourself up. When guys say, oh, Rebbe, I'm so nervous. Yeshiva's changing. It changed. I was last year, first year, second year. They even put in the song last night. I was so proud of you guys. You know what the song, right? Everyone's all excited. Oh, there he is. Hallelujah. Right? Yitzhi already put in the song. We're like a week in Yeshiva. Right, he already put in the song the culture of the difference between a first-year guy and a second-year guy, even though in the line there is no difference, but there is a difference. Good. That's something to talk about. But what, what's the difference, Dovi? Oh, a first-year guy has so much freedom, and a second-year guy has no freedom, whatever the line, the line was. Right? Good. Good. I'm happy that there's a difference. I'm happy that there's a change. I'm happy that things are different. I don't want it to be different. Now, is that risky? Is it risky to have change? Sure, I've been serving the same slice of pizza every, every day in the restaurant. To change the recipe is very dangerous. But in order to grow, you've got to make changes. And you have to not recognize the slice of pizza. You have to not recognize the yeshiva. You have to not recognize things. When we recognize things, we lock ourselves 
and we hold ourselves hostage and in jail of what we think and who we think we are, as opposed to creating who we can be, which is unimaginable, unimaginable, unimaginable of who we can become. The Yetzirah wants us to be, that's the irony of the world that we live in. The Yetzirah wants you, let me, let me say this straight out, when people smoke, when people drink, when people do outside things, what it does is, is it, is it settles them. People think, oh, I'm anxious, so I'm going to smoke. You know what, you know what smoking does also when someone's anxious? It also numbs your ability to be happy. It also numbs positive emotions. It numbs who you can be. It numbs when a person doesn't want to deal with his anxiety. Speak to Shimmy Klaus. Speak to him. This guy's a doctor in anxiety. You can sit there and talk to him. I'm serious. You can sit there. One day, one day Shimmy Klaus is going to write a book. I'm telling you, I can see it. He's going to write a book. How old are you, Shimmy? He's 19 years old. He could sit there, he could say, he teaches me about anxiety. He's a person who's focused day in, day out. He could tell you the first thing. Is anxiety, he's going to say it right now. Right, we didn't rehearse this. Is anxiety bad? Answer the question however you want to answer it. Is it bad? No. How, how could you say that? Tell them. Is there one type of anxiety? Louder, louder, Shimmy, louder. How many anxieties are there? Tell the guys. Tell, I don't, tell them. There's How many anxi anxieties? There are three anxieties. Go. Natural anxiety. Natural anxiety. anxiety. Toxic anxiety. Toxic anxiety. Which is where we usually bring ourselves to. Yeah. And, uh, uh, sacred anxiety. Sacred anxiety. Now, how do you know that, Shimmy? <laughs> oh, he read a book. All about what? Anxiety. About anxiety. Oh! Wow! 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 Instead of saying, instead of saying, right? Instead of a person saying, oh, uh, okay, uh, I don't know, whatever, I am who I am. You investigate, you start changing. Was it, was it a smooth ride to read the book? The hardest book to ever read in my life. Why? <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of big words, a lot of words you had to look up in the dictionary? No. no Maybe. It was, the what? Did you hear what he told you? You heard what he said? We didn't rehearse this. The change of your mind was the scariest part. You have to let go of who you were before. I can't. You can't even. You can't make this up. You can't make this up. I can't even. I wouldn't be. Able, I would. I wouldn't be able to script that that good. It's unbelievable. Yes. I just. Um, I'm, I'm just so happy. But. I'm happy that I'm, I'm exposed to this world. Thank you. But um, besides for that, um, the example that the rabbi... Ipsim Kharaba! Ipsim Kharaba! Right? About, about the bunny So I think that I, for me, naturally, it's like, okay, so bid the Ebed, like, whatever. So, like, bid the Ebed, I have to, like... It's like, if somebody, like, put you into, like, a cushion or a pillow and, like, like let, let you down, like, little by little... Exactly. You, you would be bored. And, Correct. And like you complain about why life is so boring. Correct. Like, to get exhilaration, 
it's not like a bidiyavit thing. It, this is like <coughs> correct. It's it's this is life. Beautiful, comes beautiful. Through it. I love I love Rav Simcharab. I love what you're saying. You know why? Because the world. I'm going to say this. I love saying this because because I want to help save myself as well. The world is selling you excitement. That's what the world claims to sell you. That's what the outside world is claiming to sell you. But instead, what they're selling us is they're selling us a cushion going down the bungee. And what that does is it adds, you guys can tell me better than what I'm saying it, it adds to the fact that you're not actually being excited. It's the exact opposite. What the world is selling you is they're selling you excitement. And then what that does is it teaches you to be less excited, right? I've never met, I've said this many times, I've never met somebody who's giving in to their desires, whatever those desires may be. I've never met anyone who's giving in to them who's happy. Those are the guys who are sleeping all day. Those are the guys who are depressed. Those are the guys who are in their head. They're totally in their head. The guy who's jumping off the cliff, bungee jumping, I'm just giving that example. Where is he? Where is, uh, he's not even here. Yeah, where is he? He's not even here, but I'll say it anyway. Right? Talk to a guy like Yitzi Raymond. Talk to a guy like Yitzi Raymond, what it is to, to be vulnerable, to get out there. To go hiking somewhere, it's hard. It's hard to do something like that. But the shot is, is that the world, you guys tell me, Shlaimi, tell me, tell us. <laughs> Anxiety saved my life. Wow. It's, it's the best thing that happened to me. Wow. 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 Unbelievable. Did you ever, if I would have told you that statement when you came after Pesach, when we had that anxiety shear, you'd think I was crazy. Nowadays, I hardly have any anxiety. And it's funny to say this, I miss it because that's when I was the most connected to our Wow. You guys got to come back. You guys got to come back. You guys got to come back. Yeah, man, we're, yeah, yeah. Emre, 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 Emre. Hi, Gavaldik. Hashem should help us all. Yes, Akiva? He was talking about breaking away, right? So you have to break away from what you're comfortable with. So you have to be yes. vulnerable. Yes. Does that mean that you necessarily have to break away, let's say, from your social group? Yes. From, yes. Even if, even if they could be. A, yes. Even if they're a good social group, let's Sorry. say, quote unquote. Yes. Even if, they, even if there's a very strong clever of guys who are trying to help each other out, you're saying that you have to break away? Yes. And, and separate yourself almost? Yes. Yeah, go, 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 go. No, you, you, yeah, yeah, go. They're go. good friends and they're helping you grow. Why would you wait for this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just said you do have to. You do have to. Why? When are you going to get married? Are you going to break away from your social group when you get married? Yes or no? So say that out loud. Say that out loud. Let's go, Dom. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it clear. Let's get it clear. What? I'll invite them to eat at my house. Really? You're going to invite them? Hold up. Where's not, uh, not in the first year. Oh, now. You're going to hang out with the boys, right? You're going to hang out. You ain't hang out with the boys. You ain't hang out with the boys. And if you want to hang out with the boys, 
if you want to hang out with the boys, then you got a problem at home. And that ain't happening over here. You're not going to have a problem at the home here. Because I'll make sure that you go home and you make sure that you take care of whatever you got to take care of. It's not about hanging out with the boys. So just to answer, David, your question. Now if you're 18 years old and you just got here, you're going to get all nervous. I got to leave all my friends? Not yet. Not yet. We'll give you, how long are we going to give them? Five? Oh, two years. You want another year? Nasser, how many years? No. <laughs> See, everyone gets nervous. Everyone gets nervous when you got to leave your friends. Everyone gets nervous. Now, again, it doesn't mean you can't have friends. It doesn't mean you can't have friends. I'm not worried about you, David. You're going to have friends. But the question is, is that your journey, <coughs> is it my journey? Right? I've said this. It's actually from the Seals Jarm. I did not make this up. If you got a job making $10 million, $10 million. I can't even say a million dollars anymore. They'll be like, ah, oh, what's a million dollars? $10 million. You get a job for $10 million to go ahead and to be alone, to work alone, to not have your friends. And don't give me, don't, don't anyone lie about this, right? You'd lose every friend. And, I, and, and you know how many friends you're going to have? You'll have a lot of friends. You'll have 10 million. Exactly. You have 10 million. <laughs> 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 very good. You'll have 10 million. But, but for real, I promise you, and that's actually a good segue to this, to this comment. When you lose your friends, when you yourself are focused on your goal, of your $10 million goal, and you're living your life, and you are, you are doing you, and you're being you, and you're not worried about the boys, and you're working hard towards your goal, I promise you, everybody will want to be your friend. You know why? Because that's what everybody deep down wants. And everyone's scared. Everyone's afraid. So what they do is they hide back in the comfort of their boys. You know why? Because my boy looks at me and he expects the same thing from me as he did yesterday. Ah, oh, he's well, yeah, this is what we do. We're the boys. And even David, yes, even sometimes when it's your peer group of guys who you think you're growing with, who you think you're growing with, you gotta you gotta move forward. You gotta move ahead. Not Bedafka to move ahead. But you can't worry. You gotta move ahead. Yes. Yes. This, this is what I hear you saying. Really yes, like, yeah, yeah, uh, good. Let's get it clear. Yeah. The road to success is lonely, just but you still have friends with you're still holding on. Good. It's always making it. No, no, it makes sense. First of all, it doesn't say. First of all, the Mishnah doesn't say It says You guys will learn this later on in life. All you really need, all people really need. Yes, it's nice to have. And I just want to say something. A lot of you guys have done your time with the boys. It's not like we're dealing with guys. You've done your time with the boys. You yo say, I'm not, again, I'm not promoting loneliness. I'm promoting success. So, so you don't need a lot of friends. You need a good friend. And I promise you, people will still come to you. I promise you, you'll be able to invite the 10 guys and they'll walk out of David Reiser's meal and they'll be like, wow, he's so awesome. 
But they're not going to say he's so awesome if you're trying to be friends with them. They'll say he's so awesome because I love the way he is with his wife. I see that they have a mutual respect. He's a guy who works for himself. He's a guy who doesn't need us to make him happy. He's a guy who generates happiness from within. Because that's what it's about. The only reason we want friends is because we want to feel good. Like we look around like, who are my friends? Oh, I don't want to hang out with this guy because he doesn't make me look good. I want to hang out with this guy because he makes me look good. That's a very normal thing. However, if I look good because I look good, because I'm the good-looking one, and I'm the one who generates looking good, then I'm going to make everybody around me look good. Good? Does that work? Yeah, that's fire. Baruch Hashem. It's just, yeah. Yes, a lot going on over here. Yes, Ari. Um, I agree with a lot. Like, everything we're representing, I feel very much connected to that. Also, like, I find for myself, I've, I was hide, I've been hiding a lot from myself by, like, even, like, giving to other people. It's, like, the most unhealthy way of giving because you're not giving to yourself. You can't really give to other people before you give wow. to yourself. Wow. Wow. And just to, just to reiterate, beautiful, first of all, I respect that Ari could just say, you know, I've been hiding from myself. Just to say those words. Just to say those words. Just to say those words. That's greatness. That's greatness. Because I hide, because I hide from myself times as well. We all do. I know I do, and I like to work on not hiding from myself. So it's inspiring to, to hear that from you. It's unbelievable. And just to say what Ari is saying is you can't give what you don't have. That's what we spoke about before. You can't give what you don't have. So the more you work on yourself and your love and you're investing in yourself, you're going to give even more and more and more, more than you can imagine. Someone else had a... Yeah, Dovi and then Shimon. Yeah. What comes first, reality or vulnerability? Uh, it's, it's one and the same. 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 It's your being. Right. Right. Exactly. If you're not afraid of reality, you'll make yourself vulnerable. Because what's the difference? Who cares? Whatever's going to be, I'll deal with it. That's a good point. Good question. Okay. Let's. I want to wrap up. Aaron and then Josh. Yeah. First of all, by the way, amazing rap last night. I don't know if I got it. Amazing. Amazing. You should have heard this guy. Amazing. Rebbe asked before if someone would replace their support with their friends. Someone's still hanging out with their friends when they got married. Right. And like they're poor, so why not let it go now? That's kind of like a two. I wasn't saying let it go now. I'm saying you're, you're, you're for your, how old are you? Yeah, you got time. Okay. In general, right. when you get married, what you're doing is you're replacing your friend's support system with your wife's support system. Good. So it's not so difficult to cut back on your friend's support system. Well said. That before you get married, it's a much more difficult thing. Correct. 100%. Well said. Beautiful. Well said. Well said. I agree. I agree. Well said. Yes. 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 We're gonna learn. We're gonna learn after Sukkot. Uh, 
don't know if we will, because I might want to continue where we left off last year, Mitzil Sharm. But uh, we will continue, Bezos Hashem, this year, talking about how one of the things that holds a person back from growth is his peer group. That's one of the reasons people don't grow properly is because of their friends. Not necessarily their people mix up their surroundings with their friends. Two very different things. Mm-hmm. It's not so much your environment as it is the people. Obviously, your environment affects you as well, but it's more your close-knit group that could really affect you for positive or for negative. Let's uh, wrap up Shimon and then, yeah, Josh, yeah. Is the issue, let's say I'm, I have a lot of friends, but I, my main friend is myself, and I'm my friend's mission. Is that why? My main friend is myself, but I have a lot of friends. Is my friends, I'm not meaning... Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know what that means. Right. 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 That's chill. That's a different. Well, it says kanel chachaver. It says chaver. Rashi says kanel chachaver. As you heard from Shimi, means a, means a book. Means books. Svarim. So if your best friend is like that, and, and if I can ask, you were you second year, third year, second year? How old are you? Oh, 19. Yeah. Okay, but Shim, you're uh, yeah. You do you. Right? You do you a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're here. You're fine. You're good. I mean it. You're fine. You're doing awesome. Right, Shimon? Yeah, I see him. You see him. This guy's a, a legend. Right. So, yeah. You have a good friend. Good friends are good to help you with your growth, to help you, you know, talk to you, to reflect, get out of your head. A friend could help you get out of your head at your age. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. It's on a stira. Correct. Yes, let's, uh, Josh, you had something, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He had to become vulnerable in order to get there. Correct. He got it. He got it. But you don't know. Let, let me. Let me just. I'll end off. Josh, just says. I'll end off with a personal example. I'll, I, I'll end off with a personal example. Um, I have memories as Simcha inspired me. I had memories. Josh is a personal example, where I, walking on this moshav. Um, when I, after I made Aliyah, and I didn't know uh, what I was doing and where I was going, because when you change your place and you change your familiarity, then there's a lot of unknowns. And I walked on the path that I walk on every day. And I remember one of the most loneliest, challenging times, talk about anxiety of myself, where I was coming from uh, the comfort of uh, my home and the five towns and Sharyashiv and I had a kihila and I had 
I was a, a, a rabbi in Shayashev, and I had support. I had all of my comfort. And I remember coming here, and I remember the feelings to this day, because I relive it as I walk down the path that I walk down every day. And I remember those feelings day in, day out. And, and I went through it, and it was hard for me to go through it. But I held on, and I was very, very vulnerable. And then the support for me to think, for me to stand here now, and to see the support, I'm talking about on a personal level, to see the support, to have you living in the house and I, to have the chayalim who are from the yeshiva or in the yeshiva who are in the original house that I was renting, to have a house across the street, to have whatever, whatever, I can't even use the words, the support of this incredible, incredible, I don't even want to say yeshiva, it's bigger than a yeshiva, to have, to be surrounded by the tzaddikim is my biggest testimony, my personal testimony to say that when you open yourself up and you let yourself be vulnerable to what Hashem has in store for you, I promise you, I promise everybody here, you look at a guy like Yehuda Zigfried, look at a guy like Yehuda Zigfried, Yehuda Zigfried was here as one of the founders of the yeshiva. Yehuda Zigfried is one of the founders of the yeshiva. I'm not going to get into any details. One of the founders of this yeshiva. Talk about first a first-year bacher in the yeshiva and the founders of the yeshiva. And now he's married, living here in Eretz Yisrael. Would you ever imagine if I told you that, Yehuda, when you were first year, whatever you were going through, would you ever imagine that I'd say you'd be a mashpia and people looking at you and looking up to you? It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And how does that happen? It happens when you take risks. It happens when you let go and you let Hashem and you let other people and you let things work for you. That's when it happens. When you're willing to, to let go of who you think you are to become who you really can become. That's really what it's about. Hashem should help each and every one of us. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha as as we're getting ready. This is how you get ready for Rosh Hashanah. You know how you get ready for Rosh Hashanah? You start dreaming about what you want in life. You start dreaming about what you want in life. And don't let anybody in your head, don't let anything stop you from getting to where you want to get. Because I promise everybody here, I promise you, if you dream and you work hard, as the Panavitcharov says, I dream and I dream and I dream, but I don't sleep. I don't sleep. So it's not dreaming in your bed. It's dreaming like you guys coming from Imre to come here to grow. It's every one of you who's come to this yeshiva. And you guys were chosen. I can't say this enough. You guys were chosen to be on a moshav. I look at Ari. I look at you. That you're here. I'm serious. That he came here here a few weeks. He's already transformed himself. I'm going to say it, nothing, hey, nothing. You ain't seen noth nothing yet. None of us. We haven't even begun the year. But let us dream for an incredible year. Let us dream for more growth. Let us dream to have sacred anxiety. Right? Is that uh, or dream not to have the toxic anxiety? Am I getting it right? To have the sacred. 
Okay, but you're holding, you're holding it in. Let's dream to be able to use our anxiety to propel us and to make us stronger. And Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zochah to smash our rearview mirrors. We should be zochah to live a new day, a new world, a new life. And today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Um, we can try. Okay. We can try. I'm not just pushing you off. Yeah. I'm not just pushing you off.